Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning there, and happy Thursday. My name is Al Dukes. I am your hostess with the mostest this morning. I'm joined by uh, Peter, or with Peter Schwartz this morning. Hi, Peter. Good morning, Al. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Jerry Recco is normally in that seat. He yes. will be uh, filling in for Boomer again today uh, with Geo. Boomer will be back tomorrow, Thursday, and then Boomer's out again on Friday. Oh, easy week for him. It's an easy week. He pops in twice, makes it seem like he worked the week. That's not a bad move. <laughs> Although kind of weird. You're off two days. You're back. You're gone. And why did he it's just take confusing. Thursday off, too? I don't know. Some people like to show their face around here. Then it seems like they're not gone so long. You gotta, I got to tell you, you disappear for a little while. People forget you. I, I, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. You got to remember that. I heard a great story by John Stewart one time. He was a guest on the Howard Stern Show, and he was talking about how quickly you can fade out of people's, you know, consciousness. Oh, yeah. How everyone, when Oprah was leaving, was so upset. How why we, we're going to miss Oprah. What is that? He said, like, a minute later, everyone was into Ellen, and they forgot completely about Oprah, started their own network. Yesterday's news. Put her own show on, no one cared anymore. Yep. If you're not here, that's the great thing about radio. You're here every day. You know what I mean? There's no time to go away for us to forget you. Somebody's got to turn the microphone on. Yeah, like if you're a TV show, you go away for a while, you're making the, your new season. By the time you get back, we might not be interested anymore. Put out a great album, you go on tour, you know, need to take a rest, put out a second album. We're not interested when it's out a year later. Radio, you're here every single day. There's something new to talk about. Well, that I don't day. know about. There's not anything new it's to talk about. It's generally something new not to talk really. about. Not really. You can make something up. We really take a topic and milk, milk <laughs> it, milk it, milk it. You know what I'm saying, Peter? By the way, yesterday the Yankees did pretty good. They beat the, uh, I'm just going to call them Cleveland, 11-2. to uh, Garrett Cole did his normal thing, his Tanaka thing, which is uh, give up a couple runs early. Yeah. Put everybody in nervous mode. But the Yankees came right back. 
And it was a lot of dinking and dunking and pinking and bringing and bringing and You know what I mean, Peter? It wasn't a long home run ball. And then one big blast by Franchi Cordero. Franchi How about Cordero. him? How about the Yankees picking him up off the scrap heap? Where did he come from? He got released by the Orioles. Oh, is that right? He wasn't good enough to be on the Orioles? No, they he stink. was not good enough to be on the Orioles. And the Yankees pick him up. And he's leading the Yankees in RBI. I did see that. Yeah. He had a three-run home run last night. And uh, that'll do it for you. That'll uh, up your RBI game. And, you know, Cole obviously settled down after that first he inning. Did. Could I have suppose. been worse. Could have been worse after the two runs. The other, you know, the, I almost said Indians. The Guardians Don't had. Don't say Indians. That's offensive. <laughs> John the Sterling. Guardians. John Sterling says it multiple times a broadcast. Yeah. I think at some point we just go, you know what? We're never going to get over it. Let's bring them back. They're the Indians again. Come on. We're not getting, we're not moving past that. Just call them the Cleveland baseball team, the Washington football team. Everyone's just the football. It's just so no one's offended by. Do anything. you still call the Colts the Baltimore Colts? No, but I don't consider the Ravens a real football team. Is that right? Yeah, I don't consider any of the. If you became an expansion team after the Buccaneers and Seahawks, they're the final ones I let in. <laughs> after that. You will always be an expansion team to me. So you are here playing the role of Roger Goodell. You are not. Yeah. You are not authorizing any of the other teams. Well, I don't even count them. Like I'm not going to watch a Panthers game or a Jaguars game or a Ravens game or a Titans game. I'm not. I'm not interested. So you're all expansion teams for Gazy. But the Ravens have two Super Bowl wins. Yeah, so you I don't would even wipe care. them off the wipe Lombardi off. Trophy. They're off. I know. Like even the Panthers have uh, made it there. I'm not interested. Well, they've made it. They didn't win. You just, I, <laughs> I but the uh, Ravens actually aren't an expansion team. They, they are, though, to me. As soon as when you change your – if as soon as your logo and team name gets changed, you're an expansion team. So the Browns count even though they are an expansion right. team. Right. The Browns I allow because they still look like the Browns I remember as a kid. Well, the Ravens left the franchise history in Cleveland. Yeah. That was the deal with the NFL. They got to move to Baltimore. And then when Cleveland got the new team, they took yeah. the history – yeah, I'm I'm old school, Peter. If you weren't around in the 1980s, you don't exist as a <laughs> and team. The, the Titans also not an expansion team. But if you were to steal the Oilers, then you're not an expansion team. But when you change your name to something stupid, like the Cleveland Indians did, you're no longer a real so team. So what about the Raiders then? Because the Raiders have been they're Oakland, fine. Los Angeles, and now Las Vegas. Yeah, they're, they're the classic Raiders. They didn't change their, their logo. They didn't change their helmets. They didn't change their look or their name. They're the Raiders. They'll always be the Raiders, Peter. There's always <laughs> going to be the Raiders. The Colts, I still accept the Colts because they're the Indianapolis Colts. They didn't change the logo. They only changed cities. I'm okay with that. That you're okay with? Yeah. You're okay with a team leaving their fan base in the dust? I am. And still, as that as you you'll still the authorize. As long keep as the you logo. <laughs> keep the logo. Keep the logo. I okay. am good to go. By the way, the Titans are wearing those Euler uniforms uh, at least once this year. Is that right? Uh, yeah. That, so that's nice. They that, should never have, that they should never have changed. Of course. Uh, I'm actually considering a road trip to go to that game. But when they moved, they originally moved to Tennessee, they were still the Tennessee Oilers yes. until they changed their name. Yes. And that would beg the question, is there oil in Tennessee? Well, this, could, they, could they have stayed the Oilers? Uh well, this is the thing. The Utah Jazz. There's no Jazz yeah, in Utah, right. Peter. They should that. They, see that they should have changed the name when they moved from New Orleans. They should have changed the name. There are no Cardinals in Arizona. Is there a lake in Los Angeles? There is none of that. What is it? Lakers. I don't even know. They There's came no from lakes Minnesota. in Los Angeles. Yeah, right. Yeah, the whole thing. None of it makes sense. 
You got teams that play in the East and West conferences. None of it makes sense. Are it's, there any Grizzly Bears in Memphis? Probably. Well, no, because they moved from Vancouver, so there were Grizzly Bears oh. in Vancouver. Yeah, see, the whole thing. It's, they, we need rules. We need <laughs> rules when things move and teams move and all this stuff. We need to have rules. I can't wait to visit the Pro Football Hall of Fame and see the Lombardi Trophy and see the Baltimore Ravens names next yeah. to it, and I'll send you a picture of it. Like, wipe this off? Well, I don't. This it's not the Lombardi Trophy. Oh, because they won, so their yeah. name's on one. Yeah. Well, there's an area of the Hall of Fame that has all the Super Bowl champions. So I'll just send you a picture of that, and you could just, like, wipe it off on your... Fair enough. <laughs> I would go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. No interest in the baseball one, but the Pro Football one, I, I It's feel tremendous. Like, I feel, you've been? Oh, many times, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, see, that, that'd be interesting. And I was there years and years ago when it was, like, a small little building, and now it's huge. It's, you need, like, a few hours to go through it. Because uh, normally at the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl city that we go to to do our broadcast, the door for the fan experience, they bring some items from the Pro Football Hall of Fame and display them. They're always cool looking. Yeah, and they, and they change the, the exhibits around a lot, especially every year. They have a new Hall of Fame class, so they have a whole exhibit about it. But they do a great job with that. It's beautiful. I'm going to go to the Pro Football. I'm going to make a road trip to Cleveland uh, and Ohio. I'm going to go to Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Then I'm going to go to a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. I've been there, too. Have you been there? No. It's good. It's good. I. It's not – the funny thing about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's not It's not really a Hall of Fame. It's more of a museum than it is a Hall of Fame because I, I was, that was the one disappointing thing. When I was there and I went to go – like, I'm a Billy Joel fan, so I wanted to see is there – is there like a plaque for Billy Joel? A bust of Billy like, Joel. Where, like you go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, you have the busts. You go to the Baseball Hall of Fame, there's the plaques. You go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and there's just like a listing on the wall of everybody by class. So like whatever year the person went in. There isn't really like an area dedicated to everybody that's in the Hall of Fame. And that was a little disappointing. But if you want to see Steven Tyler's jumpsuit, it's right. there. There's like no rhyme or reason for how they have the exhibits laid out. So it's like a hard rock cafe, but it, in it one is place. It's a giant hard rock cafe. But no hamburgers. No, you can get a hamburger. Oh, there. you can. They have, they have a whole big At the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, they have a food court area. Are they there. named after rockers? No. They just take a lot of your money and like the it's Bruce, not that good of a hamburger. Bruce Springsteen hamburger. <laughs> What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, Bruce Springsteen played his second night in uh, out there on Long Island last yes. night. Yes. I wanted to go. The tickets were a little pricey. Yeah. It's the only place he's played uh, two nights. He played Sunday night and then last night. Yeah. Yeah, the tickets were a little pricey they because little I pricey. could have gotten them yeah. from a uh, source, mm-hmm. and I was uh, – it's not a price I would have paid to see Billy Joel, so I certainly wasn't paying it to see Bruce Springsteen. By the way, Billy Joel – Bruce Springsteen blows away Billy Joel. I would disagree. As far with you as on. what he puts into a show. Well, like Billy I Joel's think... going through the motions. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen is feeling every song. Yeah, I don't think Billy can uh, run around the stage anymore. Well, you yeah. have to run around the stage. Just act like you like playing the songs you're playing. Just do that for me. I went to see him once at the Garden during this 
thing where he was. Yeah, you I know, went a few years ago. Yeah, it was all right. That's it. All right. Bruce Springsteen brought me to tears, like legitimately to tears. tears. Yes, I saw my life up there on stage. I'm old. He's old. Here are these songs we've been singing to each other for years and years yeah. and years. It meant something. How many times have you seen him in concert? I'm not one of these crazy people. I don't know. 15. I've seen Billy 19 times. Yeah. I might be in that ballpark. Yeah. Nothing crazy. These yeah. these weirdos would be like, I saw Bruce Springsteen 250 times. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? You know who approaches a huge number with uh, Bruce Springsteen concerts? Who? You've seen him here from time to time bringing goodies from the Red Bulls. Oh, yeah. Sammy Steinlight. Sammy Steinlight. Huge. Yep. Bruce Springsteen fan. Yes, he is. But I've seen Billy now 19 times. I would like to get to the round number of 20. Okay, that's fair. I'm going to pick a, a venue somewhere. Yeah. I'd like it to be different than the Garden. Yeah. I'm hoping he different. plays UBS at some point or maybe another place I can get to. I to hear Make you. the number 20. I'm going to go see John Mellencamp in Indiana. I already, really? I already booked the trip. Why not? Well, that's Wait, an iconic place to go see him. Exactly. And that's another guy in his 70s. These old, You got to see the old guys. While they're still around. Yeah. Mortality is faces us all, Peter. And I'm going to see James Taylor this 4th of July up in the Berkshires. Up in the, this is what I mean. That's it. Older guys going to see older guys. This is what life is now. <laughs> there really isn't, I don't think there's a show other than like people I grew up with, like Billy and like Bruce. Right. I don't know how, if I'd go to see anybody else in concert. Oh, John Mellencamp. I'm well, telling you. Eddie's going to see James Taylor. My kids want to go see Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran? That guy's... this. Is, Peter, <laughs> you must be older than 70 if we are going to go see you. Because we know you're on your way out. Ed Sheeran, you got years and years and years to see him. You got to see the guys who are in their 70s. You got to go see Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend of The Who. You got to go see Mick Jagger. Hall and, and Oates. Uh, you got to go see Hall and Oates. Yeah. Right. These are the people. Pat Benatar. Well... I'm not sure about that one. Her and her husband, Neil Gerardo. Yeah. Gerardo. They tour together. Yes, they do. All right. Anyway, Peter, uh, yes, the Yankees won, which was great. By the way, this is impressive. Aaron Judge singles is on base again. 44 straight games. Is this the same as Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hit streak, Peter? No. I don't, no, I, I, can't, I can't put it in that stratosphere Why? because – because it's a hit, it, it still takes a little bit more to get that hit every game, and I not suppose. just watch four balls come over the plate, right? But this was—it's impressive because it tells you that he's got discipline at the plate, right? It's impressive because he's always in the mix. There are games where no one gets on base. This guy's always figuring out a way to get on base. Whether it draws a walk, a single, I'll take an error, a hit by bats, a hit by pitch. But this was a nice single he had last night. And it just tells you that he's willing to do whatever he needs to do to help the team win. He's not going to go pressing to try and hit a home run. If the pitch is there, he'll hit it 500 feet. If not, he'll just get on base and let the next guy do the work. Exactly. Yeah. And what do you make of this? Now, this is a couple days old now, but I I just saw this on uh, Awful Announcing. I like to cite my sources. On Monday night during the Yankee broadcast, uh, I guess they showed a bat boy who is a long-haired bat boy with facial hair, by the way a long-haired, facial-haired bad boy. And Michael Kay brought up a great point. Why does he get to have long hair if the players can't have long hair? That bad boy has been put on notice. 
That was in Cleveland? That was uh, in Cleveland. Or in Baltimore? Well, it was somewhere, not at Yankee Stadium. So the home team supplies that person. Oh, I see. So when you go on the road, you don't bring your... You don't bring your bat boys? You don't bring your bat boy with well, you. That unless, seems unfair. I mean, maybe some teams might do it as a, a token, maybe, uh, you know, as a, as a gift if like, they hey, do a kid, good job. you want to come to Baltimore with us? But generally speaking, the bat boys don't travel. That so makes uh, that's probably an employee of the Baltimore Orioles. And why should he have to cut his hair and shave his facial well, he's hair? Not the Yan- he's, not, he's just wearing the Yankee uniform. Right. He's, not wearing, he's not a Yankee employee. I got to tell you, if I'm one of these uh, other teams that the Yankees are coming to play this season, I get myself a long-haired bat boy in every city <laughs> just to annoy the Yankees because <laughs> they don't allow long well, hair. I don't know if it's going to annoy like the actual players and the managers. Yeah. It might annoy Hal Steinbrenner. I am still waiting for a day because it's going to happen. That the Yankees are desperately wanting a player and the fans are desperately wanting a player. And that player is going to have long hair and facial hair. And that player is going to say, oh, oh, I'll come there. But I ain't cutting my hair. Mm -hmm. And at some point, the Yankees are going to bend. Oh, I think so. Right? Because it's, it's not George anymore. You know, I don't right. think I don't think everything they do now is the same kind of business that they did when when George was the alive. George business. So I do think there'll be a moment where they'll try to, especially if it's a free agent. Yeah, that's what I mean. Free if agent. It, if it's a free agent, because if you trade for somebody and you can, you're under contract, the Yankees can basically tell you what to do. And if you don't, I, that would be another thing. Let's say they made a trade in the middle of the season. They needed somebody at the trading deadline. Yeah. And that person's got long hair or long facial hair. hair, and he's like, "I'm not shaving it." Yeah, like what do you just like, do? What, about what do it? the Yankees do? They'll they'll take the long hair and the facial hair. I know they will at some point but, in my lifetime, Peter. But that could be that could be a problem. I've never heard it be an issue before. No, but. I would make it if I was that if I if I was like a guy like let's say there was an Antonio Brown of baseball. <laughs> That's who would do it. Somebody, somebody's got to hold the Yankees to this. I'm sorry, I'm not cutting my hair. But I mean, you make a good point, and, and uh, Michael K did not bring that up in the broadcast that uh, the other team supplies the uh, long-haired Bat Boys. By the way, Bat Boys—that should be a job for Bat Boys, Bat Girls, children, not facial-haired men, <laughs> right, Peter? <laughs> my kids uh, would love to be a Bat they Boy. They would love to, right? Would you love to be a bad boy? Probably I've not. Always, well, when I was younger, I always thought not, that that no, would I mean be a now. cool job to have. No, not now. How old a man are you? I am 55, almost oh, 56. Are. Good job. This is what I'm saying. Old guys seeing old guys. Let the young guys be young men and women be bad boys and bad girls. We'll spend our time seeing Billy Joel, John <laughs> Mellencamp, uh, uh, James Taylor, and Bruce Springsteen. I just don't know if I could do that job effectively. Like if you said... If the Yankees came to me and said, "Hey, listen, you know, we yeah. know you're a huge Yankees fan, and we hear you on WFAN and things," yeah, we'd love. How you. would you like to be a, a bat boy or a ball boy for a game? You'd love it. I would love it, but the problem is, I don't think I could do the job very well because I can't really move that quickly. Yeah, you'd be like, you know, the ball goes down the line. I got to get up off that little. Time. Oh my yeah. god, I got to get up off this stool. Now I got to go run to the left field. I got to get the ball, and I got to have eighteen kids are going to want me to throw the ball into the stands. It becomes a problem. Here's the other thing you got to worry about now: pitch clock. Because mm. I've yep. uh, read articles about bat boys and bat girls feeling that they're now under pressure to get the bat out, get the ball. You know what I mean? They got to move it along now that the pitch clock is 
And that pitch it. clock, I think, affects the fans a little bit now, too, because I went to the Met game with my family on Sunday, and I found myself now watching the pitch clock in between every pitch. Like, oh. I feel like it's something you have to do now. You're locked in? So, like, I'm, I'm sitting next to my younger son. I'm like, hey, Jerry, he's only got, like, eight seconds left. <laughs> he's like, five seconds left. He gets the pitch. So, I, it's now a part of the game for the fans because now you're keeping an eye on that pitch clock. But are you obsessing over it and not enjoying the game? No, that was the first, and that was the first game that I went to as a fan this year. That I, I just wanted to pay attention to it. I, I think that'll dissipate as the season goes on. But it is something else now to look at. You go to a football game, you look at the play clock, you look at the uh, the gate, you know, the the scoreboard clock. Yeah. You go to a, a hockey game, you're paying attention to the clock on the scoreboard. You want to see how many shots on goal, how much time is left in the power play. Those are things you're used to doing. Now you go to a baseball game. Now the pitch clock is part of it, and now Same as a thing. fan, you're keeping an eye on that because now you're going to say, oh, they got a pitch clock violation. Wait a minute. I saw him pitch the ball with one second to go. Why are they calling that? Something to look at now. Something else to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. Peter, let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll do a little Mets. Uh, we'll go around MLB, a couple of interesting notes. I've got uh, a couple of NFL. i got an NFL note. Uh, let's call it media notes. So here's media what we notes. got. We got Mets we'll do next. We've got some media notes and around MLB coming up. And then at the top of the hour, Gio will be here with Mr. Jerry Recco at 6.